This Short Code podcast is a proud member of the MedEd Media Network. Inspiration, information, and guidance on your journey to medical school and beyond at mededmedia.com. Meandering in the margins of medicine, it's the Short Code podcast. Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues, and interviews by students for students. Subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcode.com. Welcome back to the Short Code Podcast, a production of the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine. I'm Dave Etler, and I'm here today with my better fifths, M1s, Eric Neller and Eric Sneeders. Hello. M3, Arisa Mahaparn. That's me. And M4, Casey McCleary. Coming at you raw and uncaffeinated. Uh, so, you guys, it's the, today is the official end. At least you M3s and M2s. Maybe no, not even you M3s. You guys are just going and going. Well, no, we also, we've just finished our year core clerkship, so it kind of isn't. Okay. Kinda. Yeah, okay. you're free right now too, right? Oh no, we had to study for step one. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, okay. that was encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> so for some of you, the uh, semester is ending, um, and for you, Casey, yeah, my, sort of just an ongoing. My semester's super not a semester because I finished emergency medicine in like September. I don't know, like October or November, and then have just had a bunch of time off for interviews which is kind of fun, but also kind of stressful because it, like, it's, it's very exhausting. Mm. You know, they're like, oh, go see all these programs and what you've never seen before and like travel around. And I'm like, well, yeah, but it's not like great traveling because you spend, you know, two or three days in a place and you don't really. Sometimes you're lucky to get two or three days, right? Yeah, I mean... it, like at most. Usually it's the night before there's a dinner and then you get up the next morning and you interview for most of the day, like interview and tour. The, the school and do whatever activities they have planned for you, mm-hmm. which sometimes like grand rounds or something like that. And then you drive five hours home <laughs> and then you collapse. Yeah. Um, well, that sounds good. If you, I mean, we, so we've begun for our listeners, you may have noticed that we've begun a, another set of episodes. Yes. And um, I just signed up for that. Did you really? Excellent. I did. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, another, so we're, we're calling it a series um, under the short code podcast. Um, called Night Float, in which we talk with real live residents at UIHC slash alumni of the Carver College of Medicine and an M4 and sort of go over what it's like in residency, how to succeed, um, how to uh, how to get a residency, you know, pretty much all of the things that um, I, we imagine undergrads, we know under, undergrads um, are interested in learning about. Wait, like undergrads? Is undergrads medical? like undergrad, not not G-med. not GME, so not residents. Basically, anybody underneath having graduated is that's not the right term. No, is it, it undergrads? It is. It's actually, yeah. some people I refer no to clue. this as undergraduate medical education, right. and it's probably confusing. in part because of how they do it in the rest of the world, where it actually is undergraduate and mm. medical education combined. Yeah. So that's probably where that term comes from. But I that think, is a thing. That is a thing. But okay. also also pre med. Good, thank God. Yeah, anybody. I think anybody can get um, some use out of it. We've got episode one up. We'll have episode two up this coming week. We've got another couple of episodes in the pipeline. So stay tuned for that. I think it'll be real super useful. And um, yeah, should be all right. Um, Let's just jump right into the news. (laughs) Splash. Splash. Uh, Have you ever heard of bagel-related injuries? No. Like chopping your finger off while cutting one? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's a common, it's a common emergency medicine complaint. Is it the one where you're you're trying to cut open a poppy seed bagel and then a poppy seed goes underneath your fingernail? No. And then like you're too embarrassed. (laughs) And then you're too embarrassed to go to an ER because like, how, what are you going to tell them? Like, I was cutting a bagel and a poppy seed went under my fingernail. Yeah, that's what you're going to tell them. No, but it's embarrassing. So you like you try to suck it out for like two hours, and by the end, your like fingers all Look, pruny. You're trying yeah, to suck it out. <laughs> She's not talking about herself. Come on. Oh, sorry. This is uh, just something that happens to anyone. It heard it happened to a what friend of a friend of a friend. Swim, swim. Someone who isn't me. That's like terrifying. Uh, Bagel-related injury okay. is uh, was, it's the injury to the hand associated with a sharp bread knife skating or a dull knife <laughs> skating across the smooth surface of a bagel and slicing into the palm or fingers, mm. resulting in a trip to the hospital and some reconstructive surgery. 
Uh, this week, British retailer Marks and Spencer, Marks and Spencer introduced the public to something that chefs have known about for years, the seedless avocado. So the link there is apparently Wait, what? Apparently there's an uptick in avocado related injuries over the last few years. Yeah, I've Millennials. Done that. Those I, are I've not done that. hard to cut through. The like, like <laughs> red is hard to cut through. You got to saw I know. it. And like avocados are But now that seed is a demon though. It's like really You could skate off the edge of that of that seed is what you're saying while you're cutting it. Like Yeah, well, cuz you have to it's not just so like a smooth hard. cut. You have to go around it. Don't yeah. push so hard. No. So it's like a little no. more it takes a little more finesse <laughs> and dexterity. I know why. I think it's because some people like to show off and they chop the avocado in half and then they try to show and they try to take off the pit with the knife. Oh, yeah. I've seen oh, yeah. You know, I've seen thing. that actually. Oh, okay, well. You don't need to do that. That's very satisfying, though. It is. Huh. Not until, judging you, not judging you, you. Until you've bled all over your expensive avocado. Yeah. And they're yeah. getting more expensive. Right. I'd yeah. still probably eat it. Eh, it's protein. So these are seedless. Blood, so se- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these are seedless avocados. They come from unpollinated avocado blossoms. They look a bit. Like uh, they're sort of cucumber shaped without their interior uh, seeds, but other than that, they're pretty much avocados. And they they taste like they taste seeded like seeded avocados. They apparently, taste like avocados. Um, they, so it's kind of like watermelon. Yeah, yeah. Like seedless, like watermelon. seedless watermelon. Seedless grapes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm, or bananas. Uh, I don't think it's like banana. What? No, uh, I was thinking if it's seedless, then they're probably proliferates via cloning itself. No, they're just seed. They're just no, they're, they're just, just, just like, a, it's like a watermelon. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. That was a good thought. It is <laughs> um, seedless avocados cost only two sixty seven for a six pack, oh. which I think is actually that's like cheaper. That's good, pretty good. Unless they're that's really awesome. small. You got my interest there. Look, if you're in the U.S., just put the here's how you do. Just put the avocado down on the table, <laughs> yep. slice around the long equator. Uh, right. That's where, you cut, that's where you cut yourself, though. That's where I cut myself doing that. How about don't cut yourself? How about you just <laughs> stay away from the avocado? <laughs> Uh, then you Put twist down the, the avocado and step away. Twist the halves <laughs> apart and then just remove the pit with your fingers, uh, so that you don't yeah. have to go. I did. I've had hand surgery. I've had reconstructive hand surgery in my past. I've had everything. What did you do? Ooh. I got hit by a van. Oh. Okay. Oh, oh dear. You yeah. stopped it with your hand. I did well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. biking on the wrong direction and he was going too fast and we kissed each other and. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's- that's why you shouldn't have mm. these chance meetings. Yeah. <laughs> you do not want yeah. reconstructive hand surgery. I, I wish I could show you because, uh, listeners, I had, uh, there's a picture of me, maybe I can post it in the show notes, but there is a picture of me floating around as a 14-year-old with my hand in a sort of a cast so that my hand was like hunched over back on itself. And I remember specifically that they glued a, a bra hook Onto my fingernail. <laughs> oh, wow! They super glued a bra bra to my fingernail. Same. <laughs> so that they could attach a rubber band to an ace bandage on my wrist. So that it, it was on your finger, oh, Dave. Kept it. kept it in that position, yeah. which apparently was good for you know the later reconstructive surgery that would have to happen. It's just creative. Looks really silly. I, I like, thought it was pretty good. Yeah. You know, how like lo- how long was your hand like that? <laughs> a long time. Did you get really good at unhooking bras? I know. <laughs> <laughs> And you never... I can't claim that as a particular <laughs> skill set. Yeah. But speaking of that, I I think it's I just find it funny that if you're gonna get your hand injured, don't get it injured here because the University of Iowa does not have 24-hour hand orthopedist cover. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So if you're if you get if you stick your finger just to combine, normal hours. Well, normal hours if as long as one of the hand or orthopedists are on will be good. But if they're not on, then you're kind of are they not on during the day? So, I don't know when they're on. So uh, <laughs> what does so would a hand orthopedist be responsible for say reattaching a hand? I think more they think they do more reattaching fingers, but I suppose reattaching hand would be along their line. Of okay, work. I mean that I makes sense. So. I just didn't I didn't know if that mm-hmm. required some different mm-hmm. specialty. Yeah, but it's just odd that we're in an agricultural state with like a massive amount of hand injuries every year and we don't have 24-hour coverage. This is better news. Uh the 2012 London declaration of neglected tropical diseases has had actually had a major impact five years on Uh, it's set a goal of controlling eradicating 10 diseases found around the world including things like leprosy and river blindness and uh, by 2020 at this time five countries have eliminated trachoma 
which I didn't know what that was. I had to look that up. That's a chlamydia infection in the eye. It's in your eyeball. It makes you blind. Cause of blindness. Makes your eyelids flip out. Is it a chlamydia? I didn't read that. It is. Cool. Well, not cool. As cool as chlamydia could be. Yeah. Still, it's a public health threat in in more than forty five countries. Four countries in the Americas have eliminated river blindness. Uh, which is caused by a parasitic worm transmitted by black fly bites. So that's nice. Guinea worm has... Uh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Tell us um, all about the guinea worm. Guinea worm is a uh, cause for celebration for Arisa. <laughs> Her favorite worm. What it, well, it, let, let me just say that it's been... Uh, it's decreased to uh, 26 cases in 2017, down from 1,060 cases in 2011. Wow. This is bad news for Arisa. Yeah, no are we happy about her. that? Or are we... They're endangered species, and we had to protect them. There's only 21 left, apparently. apparently. <laughs> no, um, I'm kidding. That's not how the stuff is at all. <laughs> it's not the impression I'm getting. <laughs> Critically endangered. Um, and more than 1 billion people have been treated for diseases like sleeping sickness and elephantiasis, uh, all due to increased funding, drug donations, uh, political effort, um, training that enables health workers to get into these remote locations. Anybody done any global work yet? No, yeah. I didn't. Not specifically, but I went to Belize three years ago now, and it was de- there's def- it was still definitely a problem there. Yeah. So I'm glad they're working on it because, well, unless well. you sleep on a, like a mosquito net or like make other active ways to try and get around it. Which is always one of those really everywhere. interesting like remedies for tropical diseases. Is a mosquito net, like, <laughs> like of course, a mosquito net. We don't have to do anything expensive. We just have to literally give people mosquito nets. Yeah, but you'd have to have them on all of the time. Well, you know, <laughs> it could be a fashion trend. But it won't protect you if it's like against your skin. <laughs> we have to get, get in first, right? Or I think we're just saying they could like pierce the net to like I'm bite thinking, you. like they could probably sit on the net and like stick their little noses through they just can't fly <laughs> through the net but mosquitoes yeah, are you're probably right but mosquitoes are more active in the evening I didn't even know they had so, noses they stick <laughs> 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 their little doodads I think yeah. the technical term is proboscis proboscis <laughs> anyway so that's nice I like that yeah some good news yeah cards against humanity saves america we're doing that this year and uh one of the things they did is they're actually starting a podcast about just good news because all the news sucks oh mm. you know cards against humanity is kind of a cool company i love them but so what's you saying we're doing that this year what do you mean we're oh doing that? uh so every every year they do well they keep saying they're not going to but they do mm-hmm. uh they do something around the holidays where you give just like send them 10 or 15 dollars and then they send you back like random gifts oh. uh that are usually extremely funny and some like add-on cards oh. uh so like last year it was it was it was hanukkah and so we got like three pairs of socks and practical advice from their jewish fathers <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> um and and then a bunch of other things that were like funny like i don't know we got three minutes of owning a castle in ireland hey nice uh, uh and like more than me map to go with it and then this year they're <laughs> buying a piece of land on the border and retaining a lawyer and are just going to if, if they try to build a wall on it are just going to be a giant pain in the butt <laughs> <laughs> and hold up the entire process for possibly the duration of a presidency wow so cards against humanity saves america this year nice job yeah i like it and then they also redistributed our wealth we got nothing but well, but uh, what was it? Like a hundred people got their fifteen dollars back. No, a thousand people got their fifteen dollars back, and then like the hundred or the thousand poorest people that that they as they could figure it out got a thousand dollars. Just oh. like got a check huh. for a thousand dollars. Wow! And then they have stories of like what people are gonna do with it. Oh my gosh! On the internet, it's really cool. That's pretty interesting. Good job, Woo-hoo. Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> also, also a fine game, not a sponsor. You always have to. Say, I mean, that's true. Yeah, so I thought this was pretty hard for a long time. I thought when people say not a sponsor, I thought it was kind of a joke, and it is. Except that these days, it's actually kind of becoming important to actually say whether somebody is, whether a company is or is not a sponsor <laughs> on things like YouTube and podcasts, and I don't know Instagram or like the Fire Festival. Let me just say for the. <laughs> let me just. Say, it's disclosure. It's like yeah. Let me just say for the future, it's very unlikely that we will have a sponsor. 
Especially hey. Cards Against yeah. Humanity. Be- but if y'all listen in. Because if they want to sponsor. If they want to sponsor. Right. I'm super unlikely to pursue a sponsorship because I just don't want to. <laughs> well, it's like at the start of the start of lectures, you know, people have to disclose like what companies are paying them and stuff. Sure. So and it's just like okay. that for it's, okay. just, it's transparency. L- Professionalism. Look, yeah. Look at the biz of podcasting. <laughs> Oh God! Don't even talk to me about professionalism points anymore. You're like professionalism points. <laughs> uh, Casey. What? Arisa. Yes. If you're dreading your future life of filling out insurance forms and refusing patients treatment for their conditions due to a lack of insurance, I in fact will not be doing that. Yeah. Well, good. What? Well, anyway, here's an idea: move to Canada. Were you planning to move to Canada? It's tempting. Okay. <laughs> no, I just want to work into a big company where they hire people to take care of that. Mm, I Actually, think there's still a lot of. I know paperwork. there's still a lot of paperwork, but like. I'm really hoping that I I want to move to Cascadia, and then I want Canada to adopt us. Cascadia. Washington. No, right. Cascadia. Right. Yeah, it's everything from Vancouver, uh, BC down through like Portland. If yeah. Sounds mythical. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like it is. <laughs> we must begin our quest to Kashmir. <laughs> <laughs> what ho? Yeah, but admittedly, I do see it as a problem. Like, I swear, I just got off my rotation, and like more than half the time, all they they have to fill up notes, and all I hear is like, "Okay, I have to stay up. I have I'm staying late to finish my notes, or right. X Y Z because my notes, or okay, I'll go do this. You go catch up on your notes, or rather, you go do this. I'll catch up on my notes. But you know, there is an art I understand to writing notes so that insurance companies understand why something is necessary. Like you can't just say so-and-so needs a blank. Yeah. You have to write it in such a way as to specifically catch the attention of insurance companies so that they will pay out. Yeah, yeah. you have to use all the right buzzwords. And, and tied to a, partic- to a particular ICD, because sometimes yeah. they're covered for one ICD, but not covered for another. Yeah, right. you have to code everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a really bad system. It's a huge waste of doctor's time. It's it's a big part of the reason for burnout, and it's a big mm. part of the reason that the doctors that we have can't cover as many patients as they should be able to. Well, if you want to avoid all that, move to Canada. Um, there is a. a we ent- shouldn't have to. Well, I agree. <laughs> but I spent over ten years getting here. I'm not going to move. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so NPR had a story ex- actually about um, that started off profiling a um, a doctor who used to work here in Iowa City, but who in 2014 moved to Toronto, um, becoming one of a small number of American doctors who practice uh, in Canada. Those doctors report interesting that their lives, including their personal standards of living, hasn't really changed much, except now they don't have to fill out reams of paperwork. <laughs> oh. That sounds wonderful. That sounds like a huge step up on. Are these like family practice or surgeons or specialists? Yeah. So, Good question. So, so, so some specialties, well, some specialties won't do as well, you know, money wise as 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 others. Family doctors are earning about the same, apparently or being able to charge about the same mm-hmm. um, as their American counterparts. Because we're not paying their American counterparts a lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> Surgeon, surgeons, however, aren't able to to uh, do quite as well. Um, but, but really, they, they do fine. But they don't worry about their patients not being able to afford <coughs> treatment, mostly because of, well, completely, because of Canada's government-funded healthcare system, mm-hmm. which is uh, which is cool. Mm. Um, I liked this article. I read this article actually, and I liked it a lot because it it talked a lot about the good things about the Canadian healthcare system and just about universal healthcare in general. But also, like, didn't sugarcoat it yeah. that the mm-hmm. Canada's system isn't perfect by any means, yeah. and it's not like we don't need to run up to Canada and copy everything they've been doing. Right, and I think that's word. what a lot of people are like. Oh, we need you know single payer healthcare like Canada or like the UK. Right. Like the, it, not actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. These are not. We can do better. There are problems that the Canadians, mm-hmm. and for that matter, um, other right uh, universal healthcare or yeah, well, yeah, universal healthcare systems haven't figured out. For instance, the longer wait times for some kinds of treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, low income patients are like more likely to wait for some tests and procedures in Canada. Um, prescriptions, physical therapy, but psycho. They still get them. Yeah. <laughs> prescriptions, physical therapy, psychotherapy, and some specialists aren't covered. That's Dental care and problem. eye doctors aren't covered. So that's kind of a problem. Psychiatry isn't isn't covered. One of my friends is um, one of my friends lives in Canada. She's having a lot of difficulty getting um getting the treatment she needs. So yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and there isn't apparently any strong indication that one system 
is better than another in terms of like overall, like looking at the big picture, whether one is better than the other. So like um, cystic fibrosis fares better in Canada, but surgical outcomes are better in the U.S., Sure. Apparently. Oh, that's simple. So come here for a surgery and go there if you have cystic fibrosis. Maybe, maybe we could that? combine our efforts, right? Wealthy Canadians and Americans do very well, but poor Americans do worse than poor Canadians. Unsurprising. Okay. Yeah. Shocking. So to me, that doesn't feel like not that much of a difference. Like you can say that, oh, some diseases do better here and some diseases do better there. But to say that all poor people do worse in America is really distressing to yeah. me. Yeah, it, there was an a annual report by the Commonwealth Fund, which compares 11 countries, uh, you know, mm -hmm. countries familiar to, to the West, things like the UK, Denmark, Sweden, you know, blah, 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 sure. um, and the US. So Canada ranks ninth in total out of 11. Mm -hmm. And guess which one ranks the last? Yeah, USA. 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 The number the number one country. <laughs> the number one country is actually the UK. Um, but UK ranks tenth in health outcomes. So mm -hmm. um still better than the US. Which, Wait, the UK which ranks last. The UK is really gonna be struggling now because of Brexit, though. There <sighs> yeah. are a lot of doctors in the UK that are now leaving because they want to get back into the Euro European Union because mm. then they can go wherever they want to and yeah. there's different oh, kind of sure. laws. So I didn't cool. realize that, that yeah. could be, I read it, it was an interesting article in the Times about it. They profiled like a nurse who now is moving back too because she just doesn't want to have to deal with trying to get a double passport. And mm -hmm. so that could, yeah. that could be changing. So keep, keep an eye on the radar for yeah. that. Interesting. Cool. Hmm. So I don't know. It's yeah. an option yeah. moving to Canada. What, just out of curiosity, it's always, but, an, <laughs> it's always an option. Mm -hmm. yes. So, this, so you, the article says that the poor in, in America do worse than the poor in Canada. What about like, what about like the not as poor but still kind of poor? Yeah, it, I don't think it broke. That's, That's what a I'm, good question. I, yeah. I don't, like the lower middle class. Like I would be, yeah, like I would be a lot. More, I would be really concerned if it was like America. Everyone under this income level does worse, whereas compared to Canada. But I'd be. I mean, I'm still be concerned, but I'd be a lot less like on my tiptoes about it. Mm -hmm. It's like if the super poor do worse in America, but the uh, like the lower class or the or the working um or the working poor still do um still do the same or even better. Like the top of the bell curve. Is, yeah. Is yeah. What you're saying okay. Yeah, it would be interesting to see it as more of a like a graph or a like a broken down into yeah. categories than mm -hmm. just the poor. Because there's a lot of different because like if you're if you're quite poor, then you can get mm -hmm. like Medicaid, which isn't perfect but is better than nothing for sure. <laughs> But then, if you're like not quite poor enough, yeah, you're still too poor, poor to like get by. Or you're like, like student poor. You're student poor. <laughs> we, well, we student to... poor still has health insurance. Yeah, exactly. So, it's yeah. not. <laughs> when I was in AmeriCorps, we called it AmeriPoor, uh, <laughs> which I, I liked for a couple of reasons. Like one, it's because acknowledging that like most of us are come from pretty reasonably well off mm -hmm. backgrounds, mm -hmm. you know, and so like we're AmeriPoor, but like we're, we're poor, but like we could still yeah. fall back on our families if we had to. But like. Also, like you're, you're pretty poor. Like you're, you're toying around with what it is like to live at ten thousand dollars a year, mm -hmm. and it's not easy. Well, think about think about a move to Canada. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I mean, oh, I'm oh, sold. Don't tempt me. I am constantly <laughs> thinking about a move to Canada for many reasons. Um, no, I hate fresh air. I hate nature. Yeah. These are these um, are hard things to deal with for sure. And move yeah. to just move to Toronto. There's none of hey. that there. So. Yeah. Van Vancouver is probably cities. a good mix of yeah. of like you know city living and, yeah. Yeah. and Canada. <laughs> in Canada, <laughs> Canada is like like all one thing. It's basically like you the, have to the Yukon, colder Colorado. <laughs> Two Americans. You have to ride a horse and yeah. wear a red coat. And that's no, you gotta Canada. wear a moose. I mean, no, you gotta <laughs> ride a moose. No, you have to ride a moose with one hand, hold your Tim Hortons in the other, like galloping down the frozen highways, past the evergreens, yelling "Yeehaw, cockadoodle!" I think. Wait. <laughs> well, wait, where's that Texans? I forgot. Sorry. Yeah, little, <laughs> sorry, that might, that, 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 might be that might be Texas. I'm sorry. It's all right. You're you're relatively new here. We'll we'll forgive you. It's it's fine. If you were now, on the other hand, it's not all it's not all good in the UK. I love cowboys. Yes. If you <laughs> just trying to transition away. Sorry, sorry, no, no, sorry. Go on. I just had to say that. On the other hand, if you were treated by a UK surgeon. Simon Bramhall, you might not be so excited about um, 
that country. Uh, well, you know, it's one bad apple. That's the only reason. <laughs> one bad apple. You, you might want to take a look at your liver if you're treated by uh, this guy to see if he left you a present. His carved initials. <laughs> oh, phew, that was going to be something really bad. <laughs> I, you're, you're right, it's just... So, 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 I think this man has maybe a problem with poor impulse control, but... Vanity of surgeons <laughs> knows no bounds. But he is 53 years old, which leads me to think that maybe he should have learned at this point how to control himself. Yeah. Um, but he did admit to You'd carving his initials into the livers of two patients during transplant <gasps> operations. Uh, liver transplant, I assume. Um, you would hope. Well, I don't the know. Like, no, corneal, corneal like, transplant. I've done the kidney, but the liver's over there. It's looking mighty tempting. <laughs> yeah. The marks were made by with an argon laser that uh, surgeons use to stop bleeding, but which can also be used to mark the surface of the liver. I didn't realize this. Oh, to mark cool. the surface uh, of the liver to, um, you know, to show where work needs to be done. You know, so sure. sort of right. outline the procedure. Um, I mean, you know, the liver regenerates. How it's one they, of the few organs that yeah. do. Yeah. How did they discover yeah. that this was ha like? I assume you can't see this on a cat scan. Yeah. So it turns out that um, one of the livers was damaged oh, in some other way. They had to go back oh. in, and because of the damage, the marks were still visible. Apparently, the, the, that area didn't regenerate properly, oh, no. and so. Wah, wah, they... So the marks, his initials caused damage. No, I think it's the oh, articles okay. that I read said it was damaged in some other way, okay. and just happened because of that damage to preserve his initials. <laughs> well, we can't even read his initials then. <laughs> that allowed the marks to be seen by another doctor. In Maybe he thinks of himself as an artist, you know, and he has to leave his yeah. initials there. I mean, funnily enough, there, an yeah, there, there actually was, a, there was an art, not an artist, there was a surgeon, not a surgeon, some kind of OB guy. <laughs> sorry, there was an what? OB guy who described himself as an artist and he did a C-section so perfect that he carved his initials on the woman's abdomen. Yeah. On the skin apart. So. I, do, oh. I do have a vague memory of that. How did she feel about that? She sued. Yeah. Okay, oh, that's fair. Okay. So, so pretty like, good. I feel like on the liver is like, like no harm, no foul. Like, you know, it's going to grow back. <laughs> no harm, and, no foul. And, and I think I'm going to take that out for the benefit a... of Casey's future. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, future no, I mean, like, I, like, if it doesn't hurt anything. Well, I think it's, I think it's kind of um, but on the skin, remarkably... Like, like, on the skin, it hurts something because you can see You it. can see a dying AZ in scalpel. Right, like that's oh, no. not cool. I think it shows, though, a remarkable amount of hubris on the on the part of the physician doing it. <laughs> oh, I will well, not. Well, he is a surgeon. I will not argue that. <laughs> oh, sorry, can you take that out for my surgeon for the sake of my future, please? No, I'm not going to take oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it's Everybody good. knows about surgeons. It's, right. it's, they're yeah, lovely. I already, they I already are, made that joke, too. They okay. are usually lovely people, I'm, you know. I have friends who are surgeons, just so you know. Okay. I, I'm not I'm not biased. Some of my best friends are you, surgeons. Yeah. <laughs> are you Roy Moore's wife? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, no. Yes. Um <laughs> no. Yeah. So I mean, yes, it, it the liver regenerates, but I don't think it's really all that possible to argue that you you push back if I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm just saying it's not as bad as carving it's your initials an, on somebody's stuff. I'm not I, like, on the I'm continuum not, of harm. It uh, is yeah. It's yeah. like fairly minimal, you know. But it's still in my mind. Yeah. But it's still a breach of patient trust. It's still like you know they did not consent to this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I, I think that's I'm true. not your so I'm trying to put yeah. myself in the place of this patient, and I can see how this patient would these patients would be upset or concerned, definitely. Yeah. On the other hand, I'm very laid back about a lot of things. <laughs> and I'm trying to I'm trying to imagine my reaction, which probably wouldn't just be ha ha. ha. <laughs> but at the same time it wouldn't be like complete horror. I'm not really sure. I, I feel yeah. like I would think it was I funny, but I can understand but I know. why I can understand why people would be concerned. But I feel like I personally would think it was funny. Well like, we all I mean you have to remember we all know something about the liver, right. which That's is that true. it grows oh, okay. back that generally speaking. Well I'm worried that like I'm, I guess if it was me, I'd just be worried that that's all he did. I mean, did he sign anywhere that's, else? That's, <laughs> that's a good point. Be guess, a little, like, or yeah. did, he, did he like decide to leave a little piece of his toenail in there or something? Just right. for safekeeping? Why would he do that? He, I don't know. Well, why would he carve his initials on someone's liver? Or he took a little piece out and like patients yeah. of, in his pocket. Oh, he's got, he's got <laughs> a little locket full of <laughs> livers. Patients of uh, Dr. Bramall, you might want to just take a, take a look. In other spots <laughs> around your body, just in case. To all our UK he, listeners. Yes, yeah, all our UK yeah. listeners. Do you all think he's been doing it for a while? Yeah. 
Wow, that, I mean, that's a how really could good he have question. only done it twice? Right. But right. he admitted to, to and one, I think I read that one of them he admitted to because he was caught, and then the other one he just admitted to. Well, why the heck would he admit to more? (laughs) Well, maybe because he feels badly. Like a guy who carves initials on people's livers feels badly. Maybe some of us. Sometimes we we do things that we later go. That was a terrible idea. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just trying. I'm trying to see the. How would he not have been caught though? I mean, there's probably six other people in the operating room with him. He was like, look over there. Med student doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Man, I don't know. Maybe, maybe start painting them or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's a conspiracy. Mm. Fast liver carving conspiracy. Yes. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe they just didn't want to say anything because that's per- that is kind of. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, no. I generally wouldn't be surprised. Especially if, if yeah. they feel like there's no no harm done, harm being done. Then they're just like, well, we'll grow back. These are battles, I guess. <laughs> I yeah. would like to learn more about that, though. That's that's very interesting. It's something that none of the articles I read uh, talked about. But liver growing back. No, the uh, the oh the, the team dynamic possible complicit com- com- oh yeah complicitness com- of yeah com- yeah yeah complicity is I think uh, <laughs> no. some c I'm word pe- right. people, people. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> hey choose your words very carefully from there <laughs> very choosy about your c word go on go on yeah. but on the other hand though I think that if we have any incidents of that we have to we report it to the um, as medical students we have to report it to our resident to um our whoever attending is and then a program director etc cetera, etc cetera, first so disclaimer okay right. that was literally yes. just a disclaimer but like, but like have to you know like you're supposed to but there's a lot of pressures unfortunately in against doing against things doing like that, that. Yeah, yeah like people don't report actual like significant harm things so i'm i'm a little unsurprised that nobody reported this well yeah which is why i'm just putting a disclaimer out there because like i can't say anything yeah no but it's a good thing to like it's a it's a it's a problem it's a good thing to talk about like people need to feel like they can report if they or or talk to their surgeon if they see that something's going wrong hmm speaking of problems Uh uh-oh uh-oh ladies Uh stop it Uh uh-oh Stop it. I can't. I've had enough. I've had enough. I'm too emotional. Of your scoffing. (laughs) Enough of your scoffing at us baby men when we are sick. Just kidding. I don't have feelings. It is. (laughs) (laughs) That's the good old through a year of clinical spirit. (laughs) Uh, Man flu is real. Because we know this because a groundbreaking life-saving study from Canada Canada. provides crucial evidence that shows that it's real. The, that shows that men are whinier. Go the, to Canada. The BMJ published the research, which I was startled to find actually had the words man flu in it. I, <laughs> I mean, I kind of assumed it was like, you know, a media thing where they were like, oh, we're latching onto this and we're deciding that this is what it means. But no. Uh, it's about to trend on PubMed. <laughs> researcher mm-hmm. Ky- Kyle Sue, ironic last name, Kyle hey. Sue, clinical assistant professor in family medicine, uh, undertook the study because he'd grown tired of being accused of overreacting to his own symptoms. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, no bias there. He wants to even his patients. Oh, man. And he searched the literature to see if man flu was real. Um, he did, and he found evidence, apparently. So here is some of the evidence. And, you know, I... I, I hope that it's real. Women... <laughs> women mice have higher immune responses than men mice. Okay. Shouldn't that that's, make us feel worse? That's number one. Estradiol, found in greater amounts in women mice, have something to do with that, enhancing responses associated with the recruitment of innate immune cells into the lungs. When we're talking about flu, Mm -hmm. influenza, that's important. Um, And then finally, an increase of infection-induced corticosterone levels in women mice suppress the behavioral symptoms of infection. So I'm assuming whining and complaining. (laughs) How do you measure that in a mouse? I don't know. I don't know. I just <laughs> squeaks per hour. Squeaks like, per yeah. hour. Yeah. Uh, you know, lying in a corner, moaning, yeah. asking yeah. the women mice for where the remote is. You know, if this was reversed, there's some there's some neckbeard out there would probably be using the study to disqualify women from like more positions. Oh like my that. god! I'm just saying. No, I hell, I'd uh, I'd hire women. They they never get. They'll come into work sick. No, like this no, is that evidence that yeah. No, it was no, it was backwards. backwards. Yeah, and they would. Or, Women had the flu backwards. How do you have the flu backwards? (laughs) You have the loof. I've never heard of this. (laughs) The The oof. The oof. The oof. 
No, if if uh, are you saying you're saying if if women had the flu worse? Yeah, it'd just be another reason to to like oh, think. they're weak and delicate. This is why we shouldn't hire a woman no, no, because no, no. it'll cause us more sick days. No, they don't. Yeah. They don't have the flu worse. They're, no, no, they're, no, we're saying no, if Dave, we're oh. saying hypothetically, <laughs> but this won't be used against men. This will be used. Yeah, it'll be like see, this is why we can complain for right. <laughs> men to be permitted to whine. I'm not, more. I'm not salty. All right. Studies with in vitro human nasal epithelial cells have also found that estradiol and select estrogen receptor modulators, whatever that means, sounds like they do something to... CIRMS. To CIRMS. Uh, decrease... So you ready for step one, you'll be fine. They decrease influenza <laughs> A titers in female, but not male donors. So something about them, what, makes the influenza virus not uh, uh, reproduce as much? Is that what that so means? Say, say, sure say what? Again, it increases what? Estrada uh, it, it decreases influenza A titers. Okay. So yeah, in female, but not male donors. It either that would mean that it either destroys it fast or no. Or, sorry, the 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 titer is for the antibody, right? I so was, oh, that was for the okay, no, my cyclone. I mean, it says it says influenza A titers, so I'm assuming. I think it's for the antibody. Well, like for for hepatitis, for example, the hepatitis hep B titer is to check that you have antibodies. Mm -hmm. Okay, it. So, so I think a lot of times that's for. So I guess it would say that the women have a stronger immune response. Okay. Uh, is what all this is saying to me. Does that sound right? Sure. De decrease. So, so you there... could argue that that might cause more symptoms for women. Mm -hmm. But isn't aren't many symptoms caused by the reaction of the body to the antibodies? Exactly. So if they're producing less antibodies, their behavioral symptoms, i.e. whining and complaining, will be fewer. This is really no, no, complicated. No, women, this is saying that women are producing more antibodies. Mm -hmm. No. What? Decrease. What? Decreased influenza A titers in females. Oh, yeah. but okay. not so males. Not... And so estradiol also down down regulates cell metabolism. I don't know what that has to do with it, but they were at pains to point it out. So what the heck? <laughs> it's because it sounds very sciencey. Bam, man flu real. <laughs> I, this is actually the this is the first time I've ever heard that expression. Bam, bam or man flu? Oh well, I've heard bam before, but okay. yeah, man flu is uh, hey. it's new to me. Oh okay. Oh. I see. We've yeah. all learned something here yeah. today. Mm -hmm. My job as a faux educator is done. <laughs> could, could that just be also because we're just kind of like as men, we're just kind of like gross, disgusting pig people, and we just like whoa. No, don't say that. Whoa. You can't say that. We eat, like food off the ground. I eat and, like, food off the ground. We don't rinse our vegetables and like yes. I yes, I'm sure that's I'm sure uh, that's part, part of, it. of it. Yeah, yeah. but okay. that wouldn't account for I don't I don't think that would account for the H for like whatever I don't think behavioral things would account for the differences in the cells. If the oh yeah, that's if the differences in cells mean anything at all, which no. I am not entirely convinced it does. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I mean, it like like from a, from a pure scientific curiosity perspective, it is an interesting idea. From a lol man flu perspective, it's lol. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not you're not uh, gonna give I, any not... sympathy to Tony when he's like, <laughs> bring, well, can bring me some hot soup. Well, no, because Tony's on estrogen. So oh, okay. Well, man, see, perfect. Transphobic. Sorry. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Forgot. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, they got mammed so many times over over break. It was hilarious. He got what? Mammed. Oh, ma'am. In Texas, Ooh. people are like, uh, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play a stupid game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, here's what we're <laughs> Dave's like, I'm done. I'm, I'm done, done with these yeah. controversial <laughs> topics. I'm done. It's going downhill real fast. I thought that was going to be fine, but <laughs> apparently I'm wrong. That was not we're actually transphobic for the record. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. I'm concerned about the... I'm concerned about the listenership. The backlash. <laughs> being too, being, being, being too Send your complaints sensitive. to kc.mcleary at aol.com. <laughs> Don't do that. No one uses AOL anymore. <laughs> um, uh, you know that uh, AOL Instant Messenger closed down this week. Huh? Wow, I did not know that. It Next. died. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Rip. First MSN, now this? Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I didn't know oh, okay. AOL Instant Messenger was still a thing. Well, how am I supposed to confess to my middle school crush now? <laughs> uh, there's an ad, there's an app for that. What's that anonymous commenting app that people have? Tinder. S no. no. Yeah. What? That's that not is anonymous. not a There's no commenting oh, on Tinder. Facebook. <laughs> Instagram. Or 4chan. I, I don't know. No, what's it called? I don't know what you're talking about. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Although I would like to note that I saw a resident Sounds on like Tinder a... once, and I was like, "Left swipe, left swipe, left swipe." Uh... <laughs> Get off! Oh the yeah, phone! <laughs> yeah. It's like one. It's like if a resident super likes you on Tinder, what do you do? How? 
fucking left swipe. No, I just swipe. I immediately swipe no because it was creepy. But I was like, uh. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> that is creepy. No, it happened several times actually. What? <laughs> Please. Okay. Did they know you were a medical student though? It it's says why on my. You've had. It says that. Well, it has a. Well, I, I use a nickname, but it's like it's not resin I had. Thankfully. Okay. That's but it's still kind of weird. Sl- it's still a little weird, but it's That's like a lot less weird. Like, a this was a resident weird. that I've actually worked with. Yeah. So I was like, left, oh, left, okay. left, no, left, no, no, left. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't I do mean, that. If, if you swipe right first and maybe, but like, no. It's like, oh, so-and-so super liked you. You it's still like, shouldn't mm-hmm. swipe right. That is asking for trouble. <laughs> that's kind of, that's a little. It's a lot of politics that go with Tinder. I never <laughs> really yeah. realized it. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, in general, like, I don't know. It's, I think it's just kind of weird. These guys have confessed to being on Tinder. You guys on Tinder? I'm in a I am committed not. relationship. Me too. Yeah, but she's also. I, I did Tinder for a while, you know. <laughs> Casey does. Casey marches to her her beat. I see. And that's what, right. Saraha. That's what it's called. Saraha. Sriracha? No, Saraha. It's not Saracha. It's Saraha. And you you use it to comment anonymously to people who aren't using the app, like a stalker app. You make a profile and then. People can leave comments or questions. No. Oh my goodness, dude! That, oh, that no, sounds like no, a really bad idea. Not. It's no. a really bad idea. Kind of... I don't know why you would get on it in the first place, but people do. And then, you like, would... sometimes people say nice things, but also I'm people, sure people say like really, really nasty shit, yeah, and you people need... get cyberbullied through it all the time. And I'm like, why does this exist? That is a terrible idea. Like your yeah. self-esteem would have to be just rock solid. Yeah, exactly. Somebody like... quick bake a profile for Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my, yeah. but it's like that. What's what was it called? A, the app that someone was trying to make. It's like Yelp for people. I'm like, no, don't yeah, do this. Yeah. Yelp for people. <laughs> it, was yeah. it called like People or something like yeah. that? Oh no. I don't think that eventually worked out. It's but. such a it's such a good idea, but as soon as you get into like the oh, yeah. void That's of like... the internet, it's completely unworkable. It's like oh, Black goodness. Mirror. No, that is in Black Mirror. Yeah. Oh, yes. No. No. That's a great episode. But I it's... watched that. I watched the first episode of that. I couldn't get beyond it. I was like, nope, done. <laughs> that's, is that's, that the pig one? Yeah. That's, <laughs> a rough, that's a rough one to get through. I'm that's like, the nope, there, there's that's a couple the... of barriers like that in that yeah. show. You, have to you gotta it. earn it. Yeah. Dunsies. I mean, okay, so sorry. Right, so back, here's to the, sorry back to the sorry, game. To, so as, I, as I say, we're gonna play a stupid game. <laughs> I'm gonna pick two students. One will, one will pimp the other. The first one will pimp the other on a non-medical subject of their choice. And I picked, chose a non-medical subject because y'all are at different levels and I don't want it to be too unfair, okay? Oh man, that was my only advantage. If the pimped student gets the answer wrong, then I will pimp them on some things that we've discussed in the last couple of years on the Short Code Podcast. Oh no. And you will also get those wrong because you know that's how it goes but that's how pimping works that's how pimping works on which day you're not supposed to get the answer right what Mm. was the what was the number of episodes uh which number episode did we discuss blank in yeah apples well i they're not quite that easy but here we go let's start off with uh erisa and eric k which one of you is eric k that's okay that's me i thought we were just gonna call you button and muffin Oh, oh. Uh, forgot what? about that. Button and mushroom. That was wait. No, I'm kidding. Sorry, that was sexist. I'm sorry. I really apologize. I don't. I don't understand it exactly. Sorry, go on. So question. I'm, I don't I'm now immediately offended. <laughs> sorry. You should probably be offended. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, I. Okay. Am I pitching? She, him she asked me a question. You pimping? are being. You are asking a question of Eric. Oh, okay. Well, let's start with. Let's She's start like, with, okay, I'm down with that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, let's, let's start with something nice and easy, like um. What sense do we have that cats do not? Whoa. Or like, what sensation do we have? What physical sensations, Love. physical slash chemical? No. Yeah. No. I would have guessed like empathy or something, but. Wrong. Uh, oh. Sorry, Wait. come on. Whoa. Like what, what physical it, sense or it, sensation? Is it one of the five? Can I ask for hints? Yeah, it's, it's, it's included amongst one of the fives. Hmm. It it's like, something we uh, learn about in grade school. Okay, so I remember a st- Story I read in grade school about how cats, when you throw them out a window, oh my god, <laughs> they have like a like, like, a, you do. like an anti-fall mechanism and they, they glide. I do no, remember it at a certain like scene. height. It's actually a reflex where I'm um, there, where every cat they will first turn their head and then their and then their upper quarters and then their lower quarters and then spread their arms out like a little parachute. But no, it's not that. Oh yeah, I saw that. In a Good answer. Battery. Okay. Well, that answer. was that was my train of thought, and now that's okay. derailed. Um, Sorry. What is your answer? Uh, t- 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 tasting sour things. 
You were super close. Oh, man. Oh. Was it spicy? Oh. No, cats cannot taste sweet. They're oh, one of those... they can't taste sweet. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, along that's with close. dolphin, civet, and, and some other carnivores, they're one of the animals that cannot taste to taste oh. sweet. It kind of makes sense. I mean, I imagine that, for instance, in the sea, you said dolphins, right? Yes, I yeah, I imagine in the sea, yeah. there's, there's not a lot of sweet things. No, that all of these animals are obligate carnivores, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. There's no point okay. in tasting mm-hmm. sweet. Well, I think we, we already learned something, and I don't wow. get to... Uh, to pimp you so uh because you i'm, I'm gonna give it to yeah, you because I, I feel like it was fair. i think it was, cl- I think it was close fair. enough did you just guess or did you really know that no nah, that was like me just trying to be dumb like oh, actually but it makes sense because you know that they taste you know that they smell you know that they mm-hmm. hear that yeah. so it had to be something yeah. specific I thought, about like that. sour milk so yeah. it's like maybe uh-huh. it'd be some advantage oh no to... my cat loves yogurt okay <laughs> <laughs> all right well i'm gonna give it to you ding 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 yeah i'm gonna give it to you too eric all right uh why don't you pimp casey um I'm trying to go back through my Snapple facts. Um, <laughs> well, you must have an area of interest outside of medicine. Okay. What do you, what do you yeah, like pitbulls. So, so uh, how about uh, uh, true or false? You can see uh, polar bears with night vision goggles. How is this? Is a there? Tra- is there? Is <laughs> there a very pol- obvious. Is there a polar bear <laughs> present? <laughs> That's a really good. Like I couldn't see one right there's now a, if I put a, on. There's a bunch. Okay, in there's this a bunch of polar bears. Why is, hypothetical. Why is there a bunch? Aren't they solitary well, creatures? I'm gonna say no because you're asking me. Yeah, classic, yeah. classic med student <laughs> yeah. figuring out I the was, motivation. I thought, yeah. thought she's gonna. I was gonna try to metagame you, or you're gonna metagame it and then get it wrong. But that's right. According to Snapple. So you can't, you can't see polar bears using. Why? Because it's because is it, they blend oh, with the snow. Yeah, she knows. Like she. Yeah, it's because polar go. polar bear um par- polar bear fur isn't actually white. It's actually more transparent. It reflects all it reflects different oh. colors. So that's why because oh. it's refracting off, you can't see them. Um, it's refracting off the green, so we can't see it. Why do you know so much about animals? I wish that's I knew. Awesome. I don't. I don't know. But I, <laughs> I wish cool. that any of this was useful. I don't know anything in clinic. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Casey, your turn. Oh. Oh, poo. Well, wait a minute. Did you get? You didn't get that right, so I got to pimp oh, you. She, she got it right. No, I got it right. She said you couldn't Yeah, see she you. did get it right. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. It was, it was a softball. No. You're just dying also, to pimp someone. I'm also terrible at managing these games. Not, not, just, <laughs> not just creating them. Not managing them. Okay. okay. Go ahead, Casey. Uh-oh. Okay. Um, Is this at me? medical Yeah. Okay. Or do you pimp him back? I'm going to... Okay. What... Part of a bearded dra- bearded dragon's body can't feel heat. <laughs> can't feel uh, heat. The weird animal podcast. I don't know yeah, bearded dragon <laughs> anatomy. Um, <laughs> Time to learn. What part of a bearded uh, dragon's body their, can't feel heat? Their tail. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna guess their beard. No, well, maybe. Oh. No, it's their belly. They can't feel heat on their bellies. Really? Oh, that's, oh. That's, that sounds really dangerous. Is so it is can, kind of dangerous. Is that so they can lie on a hot rock and not? Get, I think so. Feel bad and about see, that. And see, the nice thing about that is you lay on a hot rock and it warms up your body and everything's good. The rock doesn't continue to get hotter because you're on you're it now. The sun it, right? is not hitting uh-huh. the rock. But if you get like the artificially heated rocks, they can actually get burned by them oh. because the rock stays hot and they can't really tell. Oh man. my goodness! Um, so there are some lizards that those heated yeah, rocks are okay for, but bearded dragons are not one of them. Oh, okay. See that? So wow. We've had uh, Casey's you know. bearded dragon in the studio before. I wasn't here myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a show I wasn't present for. I really am sad that I couldn't be here, but there's a sweet picture on the website. If you'd come to my wedding, you could have met him then. Yeah. Hey, do you want to make hat on your show? All right, well, <laughs> it looks like I get to... Uh, get him! Oh, no! Get him! I get to pimp Eric. So, let's see, which one will I muffin. choose? <laughs> I had the advantage... Why are you called Muffin? Because <laughs> that's what Eerie said. No, Eerie. Sorry. It's okay. No, it's said fun and mushroom because it was the last thing I ate. This might be an easy, <laughs> this might be an easy one, Eric. Are they the last things that you ate? No, I, the last thing I ate was a button mushroom in some salad. So the first like, thing I why, think why, of. Like, why do they remind you of the last thing that you ate? They don't at all. She's hungry. Oh, no. Man, I'm kidding. Yeah. You look delicious, boys. <laughs> all right, uh, Eric. Responding to YouTube's fascination with a certain tingly phenomenon, I suggested that my own channel on YouTube devoted to it might include the following phrases. Welcome to Dave's channel. The channel where I read words that people hate. Maybe I make up sentences filled with words that most people 
disgusting. <laughs> you wanted to play this so bad, didn't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm feeling lugubrious. <laughs> after I... <laughs> after I smeared yolk on a chunky slice of bread from a moist loaf. Ew! <laughs> Don't eat that! I secreted mucus <laughs> inside my mouth as I munched the toast. My jowls gurgling with contentment. <laughs> Your jowls gurgling. What, what are you, a hut? <laughs> the... What uh, what tingly phenomenon oh, is, so uh, am I referencing? Oh dear. In uh, what did, what tingly phenomenon did I did I reference back in January twelfth, twenty seventeen? Was in that episode? You were a tingly sensation. Yeah. Moist. Something in your mouth, like <laughs> your oral mucosa. <laughs> oh man, you're. What, no, you're... What, 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 yeah, what, what is the sensation? I'm gonna say disgust, just repulsion. <laughs> oh, yeah. not what does it cause? <laughs> I don't think he's gonna get. It. I don't. I don't get it. The the phenomena is known as ASMR or autonomous sensory meridian response. Uh, we talked about it. You're, you were close. On yeah. The episode. Right, right up. There. So, <laughs> so what happens now that he got it wrong? Uh, he just he friend. just slinks away in shame. Loser. That sounds about right. Actually. Eric, nice knowing you, podcast world. <laughs> Welcome to medical school. <laughs> Eric, you can uh, pimp somebody though. Oh. I'll, I'll let you. Uh, All right, oh, Eric's going for Arisa. I don't know anything. Uh oh. Uh oh. Are you, you and you're not from Iowa? No. Oh, good. Yeah, get her. She's no, not, I don't know any of my Iowa what trivia. What is the county seat of <laughs> Delaware County, Iowa? Seed? County seat? Seat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Denver. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we, okay. The, the county seat of Delaware, Iowa? Delaware County, Iowa. Delaware County, Iowa. I'm going to say Denver. No. <laughs> there is a Denver, Iowa, but that's not right. There's a yeah, Denver. that's only Denver, right? It's not very, uh. Are you sure it's not like... Denver or like Denver or something. Yeah, like we do Nevada. pronounce things weird and no, no it's Den Denver, I'm pretty sure. I have absolutely no clue, so I'm just gonna say Denver. What is the county seat? It's actually though? Manchester, my hometown. Hey. Oh, yeah. oh that's close. Look, same, at, look huh? at Eric trying to trying to be important. Trying to, you know, plug my hometown. I don't wanna I don't wanna brag, but I'm from the county seat of Delaware. Tourism. Uh all right, Arisa, I get to pimp you then. Okay, good, good gumdrops. Um, <laughs> what to? I had to label each of these not Casey in the in because Casey has been on like three of the four things. Yeah, <laughs> Casey, you're. Uh, I'm so good. Yeah, uh, Arisa, what two somatosensory areas are mapped so closely together in the brain that they possibly explain foot fetishes and involuntary contraction of the toes <laughs> during orgasm? What? Do I need to repeat myself? No, you do not. Do I need to repeat myself, trainee Arisa? Uh, say that again. Um, I will. Uh, what two somatosensory areas are mapped areas. so closely together in the brain, possibly so close that they explain foot fetishes and involuntary contraction of the toes during orgasm? Are you looking for a structure or like a... Uh, two somatosensory areas. Uh. I would assume in the motor <laughs> cortex or the sense, whatever sensory motor sensory cortex. Oh, I, I really don't know. I've sure? never given it much thought. Well, give it some thought now. Time to give it a little thought. I mean, you don't Poke have to be, you don't have to be creepy space. about it or anything. Just you yeah. Know. <laughs> All right, sorry, time's up. I feel like it's like a little self-explanatory. Yeah. No, but like, what will give you a foot fetish? I don't know. The the answer is the big toe and the genitals. Uh, this is according to something we discussed uh, on June eighth, twenty seventeen. The discussion was on um, uh, some interesting things we learned about uh, orgasm orgasm disorders <laughs> or, uh -oh. or orgasm disorders. <laughs> uh, wait, this one in particular wait. is called expanded sexual response and extended orgasm. Some sensations include surreality, entering a cartoon world, flying. And traveling to distant lands, <laughs> visual hallucinations of geometric objects, flaring lights, and out-of-body experiences, which sounds Whoa. fantastic. We also learned during that show that oh. Kylie has certain desires on a certain famous, <laughs> famous yellow bird. Yes. On the cartoon <laughs> world is like what really sparked my interest. It's I'm like, really jealous. Oh my god! Like I just had sex with Big Bird. <laughs> <laughs> that would be your first. <laughs> 
are two sides in the first place. <laughs> I didn't say it's a fantasy. I just Kylie is a celebrity <laughs> hall pass. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Wait, uh, I yeah. thought that a, I thought a foot fetish is when you have sexual arousal to someone else's feet. Right, but yeah. the f- the, par- the the so what is... speculation probably not entirely true, but the speculation <laughs> is that because of the link between or the proximity of the genital somatosensory area and the big toe somatosensory area, it creates sort of interference between the two. But then you should be sexually attracted to your own feet. Well, no, but no, let's, let's, not, let's not read too feet, much into this. So if your feet feel good, then you're like, ah, other people's feet. Or maybe you just had a but childhood experience. Is, <laughs> ew. <laughs> Isn't also kind of more reasonably kind of like grossed out by feet? Like, I think many people are. Yeah, maybe, like, have mo- many more people have like, that. But if but, you think about it, like, like most things about sex are kind of gross. <laughs> it's and yeah, like on paper and like, right, yeah. right. If you were descri- if you were to describe sex, to it, so that's not. If you were to describe sex as an anthropologist would, you Ugh. know, in like a paper, it would be like, why Brown. do people do that? You give everyone diseases. They right. smash their meat together. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Yes. People uh, are just big sacks of meat. All right, Arisa, why don't you uh, pimp somebody else? Who do I pimp? Uh, why don't you pimp uh, 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 Casey? Hi, Casey. Hi. Um, Come at me, bro. A Mont Blanc is made out of what is, what's the main ingredient of Mont Blancs? Oh, shit. Is what's that a, a drink? Is that a drink? Is that a pen? Um, is, is it dessert? Okay. Milk? Oh, no. Uh, Mountains? Mountains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Gravel. Yeah. Uh, snow? Um, Sounds like she's getting it wrong. We, Alcohol. Should, no, uh, actually, let's try a different question because that's, I don't know, it's chestnuts, by the way. What? Okay. You were close. French, French were candy chestnuts. It's a fine it's a, question. Yeah, it's what, a is French, a, what is a Mont Blanc? Oh, it's a French candy chestnuts made by, um, by, stu- by not stewing, by like basically candying the chestnut and sometimes mm-hmm. the, um, the leftover bits and pieces that are not whole chestnuts are taken out and blended with cream and with other ingredients oh. to make a puffy chestnut mousse. That sounds delicious. That sounds really good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Why is cream not the right answer? Because it's chestnuts. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. because you're wrong. <laughs> No, I'm serious because it's chestnuts. Main ingredient is chestnuts. All right, Casey. <laughs> Looks like I have to. Uh, Big definition of main ingredient. I have to use the only example of uh, something on the show like you that just, you were not involved I feel with. Like you just trusted me to either forget everything or just not get anything wrong. It's really just the first four that I looked at <laughs> contained. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, just recently, Mark Mubarak was tasked with yeah. giving Claire Uh-oh. Castaneda some bad news to sort of practice on. Let's listen to him practicing this important skill. I got some bad news, Claire. Okay. You got poison, poison tissues. <laughs> what? Poison, poison tissues? Yes. I'm sure, you, I'm sure you're familiar with poison, poison tissues. It's all the rave in the news. Nowadays. Is it worse than poison tissues? It is. It's twice as bad. It's twice. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's going to be okay. <laughs> It's uh, a lot less devastating than poison, poison, poison tissues. Yes! (laughs) That that is good to hear. We'll be able to treat it. Is there a chance I'll develop poison, poison, poison tissues in the future? (sighs) You know, it's too too early to say. I'm assuming it's all tissues as well. Uh, you know, that's the sad, <laughs> the sad thing about poison, poison tissues. It was really poorly named, and uh, it actually affects everything in your body, from bones to tissue, of course. <laughs> of course, tissue. Sorry. To even what you poop out. <laughs> Just as contagious. So uh, we're going to need you to, you know, really, really be a... Uh, careful with not spreading your poison poison tissue <laughs> those around you. Uh, Casey, now that you've heard this, what where, am I naming? where did the name of this horrible disease come from? Poison poison tissue? Is this a real thing? No. What? It is not. Your twisted psyche? No. That's where all the things on this show come from. Yeah. Uh, Every bad, poorly thought out thing. Poison yeah. poison tissue is uh, well, like, like, can I get a hint? Like, what, like? Uh, the coming apocalypse might be caused by these. Donald Trump. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. No. Uh, uh, cell phones. No. Um. Uh, you get one more guess. Poison. 
something apocalypse. It's probably semi-health related. The name of this disease. Yeah. Where did the name come from? Like the band Poison? <laughs> no. Uh, it's like a five-year-old? Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, that food, all right. food lady. Gonna, food bog lady. No, I'm going to okay. put you out of your misery. <laughs> it came from a neural network. Uh, oh! Oh! Janelle Shane runs the website AIWeirdness.com where she recently took a neural network and trained it to suggest new disease names based on those of hundreds of real diseases. That's mm. really good. This is one of the ones that popped out. We, we, we talked about this on November 9th. Just sort of a way to practice giving bad news. Uh. That is our show. I hope we all learned something here today, or at least that you're still listening at this point. <laughs> um, we'll find out because uh, Apple Podcasts uh, just released uh, new user statistics or listener statistics, and I'll be able to find out exactly how long people listen to every show. Oh, Ooh. God, I don't want to know. It's Probably scary, not this right? long. Yo, I don't want to know. Y'all, thank you so much for hanging out with me, and thank you listeners for making us part of your week. If you like what you heard today, leave us a review on iTunes. Talk about just about anything you want in our Facebook group. The Shortcode Student Lounge, and you can always send your thoughts, questions, comments, and ideas and hate mail to theshortcodes at gmail.com or leave us a message at 347-SHORT-CT. The show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College of Medicine Student Government and ongoing support from the Writing and Humanities Program. Our executive producer is Jason Lewis. Our opening music is by Dr. Vox, and our closing music is by Catmosphere. Talk to you in one week. Thank you.